Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer here at St Thomas's Ferrock and Horton Heath. You are very welcome. We'll just wait a moment or two for others to join us. On this Saturday, the 10th of April. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Julie. Good morning to everyone joining us. Hello, Deirdre. Good to see you, as it were. Good morning, Pauline. So we join together for morning prayer on Saturday the 10th of April. Continuation of Easter week. I'm using Lectio 365 and today we're returning to the Gospel of John to encounter the resurrected Jesus. Morning Julia and Mary. It's good to have you on board. So we meet in the aftermath of the news from uh, Buckingham Palace of Prince Philip's uh, death. We uh, will be focusing on that a little and on other sorts of loss, but we do pray for our Queen in her great loss. Good morning, Dom. So as we enter prayer, now we pause to be still, to breathe slowly and recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. Morning, Jules. Lord Jesus, will you open our eyes to see you alive, present and powerful today. Spirit, infuse all we say and do with the hope of resurrection life. And as we perhaps unpack a little bit of what that means, may it become real to us, each one this morning, the hope of resurrection life. We choose to rejoice in God's protection today, joining in the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 63. I will praise you as long as I live, lifting up my hands to you in prayer. You satisfy me more than the richest feast. I will praise you with songs of joy. Let's take a moment in our hearts, in our minds, in our homes to praise God with songs, whatever that might be, in our heads, in our 
uh, in our voices, with our voices, songs of joy, thanking God for who he is and for his many, many kindnesses. Good morning, Alison. Good to have you with us. And Lord, as we follow on the theme, the idea of the miraculous catch of fish in John's Gospel, we believe you are inviting us with the disciples to come and eat with you. What a beautiful invitation. To come and eat with Jesus. Peter has jumped into the water, a bit impetuous, but that's Peter, isn't it? And raced towards Jesus, but he still carries the enormous burden of betrayal in his heart. And maybe that's us this morning. In some way we feel we have betrayed Jesus. We have betrayed others. We feel shame because of that. So when Jesus faced his darkest hour, Peter denied even knowing him. Now as he sits around a fire on the beach with his much-loved friend and rabbi, mm, I wonder what Peter was feeling. Perhaps dreading what was coming next. The words from John chapter 21 verses 12 to 17 read Jesus said to them come and have breakfast none of the disciples dared ask him who are you they knew it was the Lord Jesus came took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish this was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. And when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, that son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, take care of my sheep. And then a third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus had asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. At last, Peter finds himself alone with Jesus, taking a long walk along the beach. Jesus does not punish or chastise Peter for his betrayal. Instead, he asks him an incredibly simple 
question in a deeply profound way. Mirroring the three times Peter denied Jesus, he now has the chance to say, I love you, looking into the eyes of the one he betrayed. And each time Jesus recommissions Peter into his destiny as a church planter, apostle and missionary to the nations. Jesus doesn't only forgive Peter, he journeys through the pain of Peter's deepest shame and writes redemption in its place. I love that. Writing redemption in its place. So we may think now perhaps about an area of shame or guilt in our lives. Often wondered the about the difference between shame and guilt and one definition I had is that we feel guilt for something that we have done and we feel shame for something that we are or have been made to feel or be because of something horrendous, horrific, deeply personal, perhaps secret that has happened in the past. So we ask you Lord Jesus to speak into this place of shame and remind us of our own personal redemption story and calling. Let's pause and offer God those things for which we feel guilty, those things or the, the thing we feel shame for. Asking Holy Spirit that you would rewrite our story, that you redeem those things those things which which bug us Lord perhaps some something horrific which causes us to feel shame because it's made us into what we are so Holy Spirit, will you come and breathe redemption, breathe a new story into those of us needing to hear that we are not a mistake. We are not mm -hmm. full of shame. That you can remake our story, remake who we are and take away our guilt and our shame. Holy Spirit, come. And do that within us, I pray. And we think now of a friend or family member who struggles with shame. Someone struck or even stuck in rhythms of regret. Jesus graciously intervened 
meet with them, rewrite their story today. As we commit to you, family members, colleagues, friends, neighbours, rewrite stories, even today, Lord, we pray. And as we return now to the passage, we listen out for any particular word or phrase that the Holy Spirit seems to be highlighting for us personally. Jesus said to them, come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples. After he was raised from the dead. Hallelujah. And when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And he answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. Now, we might be struck by the order of events in this story before Peter's redemptive moment with Jesus. They sit down to have a meal together. Jesus did not hold back his intimacy or wait until their connection is restored he gives himself to peter offering the feast and his friendship wow you may be reminded of romans 5 verse 8 but while we were still sinners christ died for us and that picture of of church life well if we can remember when we were able to meet together lovely picture of of, of anyone being welcome to join in to enjoy god's company to enjoy god's presence and then we see God working and witnessing and inviting them in to enjoy what's happening. Enjoy a feast in this case. Jesus does not expect them to have signed a declaration, to have even um, 
given a testimony, they are accepted and welcomed as they are. Gracious Father, I thank you that you have a redemptive plan written for me. I thank you that whatever shame I feel over my past, you are writing the story of my future. I yield once again to the calling I have received from you. And now, as you prepare, as we prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, Lord, will you hear our prayers? We do commit to you, Father, the Queen and the Royal Family, as they mourn the loss of Prince Philip. We pray for Charles and Anne, Andrew and Edward, they're the grandchildren and great-grandchildren as they will miss the Duke of Edinburgh. May you meet with them in their loss. We pray for others who feel their loss because of their own loss, Lord, who, um, who are reminded of their own grief because of the grief of the royal family and indeed the nation. Will you be with those who feel a great sense of loss, be it of a loved one, of a job, of their identity, their sense of purpose, those who have lost health, particularly pray for Michelle and Sue struggling with long COVID and Kat. And we pray for those we know who are at a loss, who don't know where to turn or what to do next. Bring your comfort and your peace, Lord, we pray. Ask your blessing on St Thomas's PCC as we meet on Thursday. And we pray with Sean, Abby and Aria as they prepare for their last few months with us as they will be going to Bristol. Help them, Lord, with all that they need to do and achieve and bless them and Sean, especially in his training. To include any other prayer needs in the chat as we conclude this morning. And we thank you so much, Father, for the verse in Romans which says, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus the law of the Spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. Father, help me to live this day. Help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, 
being kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help us to love the lonely and the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. Thank you for your comments, your contributions. We do pray for your back and hip, Julie, that uh, whatever is pulled will be healed. Thank you too for um, your thoughts, everyone along the way. It's always great to know there's someone there and uh, sharing this time with us. Um, hope today is a good day for you. It doesn't look great weather-wise, We've got family coming. We're celebrating a fifth birthday party with our granddaughter. And uh, just so grateful that we can meet together in the garden. Have a great day, everyone. Do join us tomorrow for morning worship here at 10. Uh, well, you know what I mean by here, Facebooky thing. And um, we'll be able to enjoy worshipping together. God bless you. Bye for now.